back with you here on A Playmaker's View. I'm your host, as always, Jamie Burdish, and on today's episode, I have a good friend of mine joining me, Daniel Muni. Daniel is a soccer player at the University of Indiana. They have a great program there, and he's doing some awesome things. I'm proud of him, so I'm going to jump right into things. I want Daniel to give the listeners a brief overview on himself, how he got to where he's at, and kind of what he's doing right now. So, Daniel, go ahead and start. I uh, went to school with Jamie at Parkway North, and I was able to get an offer to Indiana University to play soccer, and I uh, took that, and it's been uh, it's been really great, and I really like it here. So, how have you been able to? Uh, I know Division One sports aren't the easiest thing. How has it been managing both academics and athletics? It hasn't been too difficult. Yeah, it's hard, but like for us, soccer, I know. We're training at like three thirty most days, so we get all our academics in in the morning. I know most programs they like train like really really early, so we benefit from being able to train in the afternoon. And then games are usually um, on the weekend, so it's not too bad. Just sometimes leaving class on like Thursdays, it's gets a little tough, but we can still handle it with. Uh, being on the road and getting it all done. Yeah, and how have you made that transition from the high school level to college? Obviously, playing Division One is hard as it is, but Indiana is such a strong program. I know you had some great competition in high school. You played for you know Gallagher, played around the nation, but what have you done to really help transition into the Division One level? Were you nervous coming into it? You know, how have you felt about the whole transition to Division One sports? I'll be honest, I was a little nervous going into there, just because how big Indiana is, how uh, all their history and stuff. But the transition over, I mean, the first year we were, I mean, me coming in, I redshirted the first year, and it was mostly seniors on that team. So, and I think like ten of them went pro, whether it was. 11 maybe went like USL or MLS. So actually one went overseas, but it was a little tough. But the second year I'd like got a lot more confidence and it was an easier transition for sure. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but at first it definitely was a little nerve wracking, but I got through it. Do you think that, you know, having those seniors, did that help you out a little bit, you know, get into, get your feet wet and help you out, I guess, become more confident up to them. Like they've been there for like four five years and just like learning from them it's definitely a good start for me coming in and just like being able to take what they uh showed me and definitely gave me more confidence for sure yeah so do you have any specific goals for the future I mean when you look at it are you wanting to play in the MLS or in some sort of professional setting or are you just kind of going about these years you know it's a fun experience and uh pretty competitive but is there plans for the future to be at uh, the MLS or on some sort of professional team? Yeah, my goal is hopefully to play in the MLS one day. And whether that's St. Louis coming in 2022 for their new MLS team or maybe something else down the road. But my coach has told me, like, I'm definitely able to – he says, like, I'll be able to perform at the next level. So trying to work on that and focus – see what I can yeah. do. That's awesome. I, I know you've always been an athletic kid. You know, we've played basketball and different sports together. But where did your passion, I guess, for soccer begin? 
did you, um, was it your parents who influenced you, a friend, or did you just kind of fall in love with the game at a young age? I started playing when I was just five years old at some church league. And it was always a sport I really love. And I had to make a decision and going into high school, whether I wanted to, because I could have played like all the high school sports, but with Academy for the select I played, um, I had to choose like whether I wanted to just play soccer or play high school soccer and play other sports. I just like, I don't know. I just had the athletic tools and I just loved running around and soccer is just all about that. So it's something I felt like I could use to my strengths and it was, I just fell in love with the game and I just went on from there and it's going well. Yeah. So I know, was it around your junior year or senior year, you had quite a bit of a growth spurt. Uh, You weren't the biggest guy, but I know you've, you've grown maybe like six inches uh, in high school. So what, what did you do throughout your high school time with academy and playing the game? What was it that really clicked for you in order to get to where you are today? Because you're obviously uh, a pretty pretty good soccer player right now. So what kind of clicked for you? Yeah, I think you were right on. Like my when I was just a freshman or sophomore, I was I was really small for sure. And then going into my junior year, I like hit that growth spurt, and I was just like I was just faster than most people and. I was just, you could tell, and it's just something that, like, really helped me, and just my athletic tools really pushed me through, and just working more, like, off the field, too, and just seeing what I can do better, because I wasn't very, like, technically sound for soccer-wise, and that was something I needed to improve, because I had the strengths for, like, athletically, but once I got, got that technical part down, then that's when I could, like, push to the next level. Yeah. Is there anything right now that you need to really work on to get to the, the MLS or get to your goal? Like for next year, I guess, what do you write right, right now? What are you doing to train and get to that next level? Coach always gives me, he's always telling me that I need to communicate more. That's something I need to like, uh, get for the next level, but I guess more soccer wise, I'd say like, um, I guess more technical stuff, like getting better, like, on the ball and just like left foot, like my non-dominant foot working on that more and just stuff like that. And I guess just like going up to the field as much as I can, just see if I can work on it and get another person to come up with me. I guess during this time, it's kind of hard, but I'm just trying to do what I can. So when do you guys report back? If everything goes to plan, do you guys, when is your season start up uh, for college? Report back late July for like captain's week before mm-hmm. we meet with coaches and then we'll probably meet with coaches in like early August and have games in late August, September. Gotcha. What are you guys looking like? Are you guys going to be pretty good again this year? Yeah, we got a couple transfers. We got the number one recruiting class this year, so we should be good. We did lose um, a few players for pro, but we should be good again. Top 10, hopefully. Gotcha. And you, you're playing defense for them, correct? Yeah, I play follow back. But they've been talking with, like, uh, we have a lot of defenders coming in. So, like, if they need me, I can play in the midfield if they needed it. But right now it looks like center back. So have you always played uh, in, in the back or have you – because I, I thought you were, like, a midfield kind of guy. I was younger. I played a little bit of forward, like, real young, like, middle school. And then mm-hmm. – as I went into high school, I 
went to the right back, right uh, right side of the back four line. Okay. I really I enjoyed you. it there. I was able to get up and down the field. And then, like, in the college, I came more of, like, a center back. And then sometimes I went in the midfield, actually. But, yeah. Is that because of your size back. or just because your skill that you have? Like, is there a reason that happens? Yeah, I was able to, like, win head balls, I guess. And then – I guess it also if they play balls in me on, I can track them down, but I don't know. All right. Yeah, no, I got you. So on the other side of things, uh, you know, obviously we're hoping for the best, and one day you'll be in the MLS or in some sort of professional setting. But once you do retire, what are your plans for the future? I want you to kind of get into what you're studying over in Indiana and I guess kind of the non-sports side of things. Uh, what has your experience been like there? I'm studying marketing right now. Uh, not too entirely sure what exactly I want to do, but there's like this program I'm taking over the summer. It's called ICOR, and it'll help me just like figure out more exactly like what I want to do. I'm not too entirely sure, but mm-hmm. I'll see. So I know it's a tough question, but has being involved in sports helped you uh, with your school? And marketing is a pretty communication thing. I know you touched on you needing to improve your communication. But do you think that the sports you've played, has it helped you in school too? That's, yeah, it might be a weakness that I don't have much job experience, but I think it comes with a great, like, strength with being involved in sports and just, like, being with teams. And, like, you build those people skills every day. So, like, we're always around people and we're always, like, working to achieve, like, one goal. So I think you can definitely bring that into school and then eventually like your job experience later in life. Yeah, for sure. All right. The last thing I want to ask you, um, I want you to look back at your college career, your high school career, anytime and tell me a little bit about a special moment on the field that you would like to relive. Um, college wise. I think my freshman year, I redshirted that experience was good. But when I was actually playing my, I guess, first eligibility year, so this year, I guess, last year, when we were at Michigan State. It was uh, for the regular season. If we won, we would have got the Big Ten uh, trophy. And I just remember that experience after we won. We won like 1-0. It was like a nail-biter at the end. But like just celebrating with the team and just being out there. And then when we went back in the locker room, it was just like just a great experience to be able to add another Big Ten trophy to this historic program. And then also winning the Big Ten Trophy at Maryland, just like because we lost to them earlier in the year, and it was a pretty tough loss. And then being able to go beat them in the semifinals to go on to the Big Ten Championship, with tournament championship, it was also just a great experience with the team. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, it's awesome that you can have that opportunity to play for a historically great school. What has that been like for you? I know. Um... You said you were a little bit nervous going to Indiana, but, you know, what is it like to play for a school that's so strong? It's kind of like when I think about it, a Duke for basketball, men's basketball, but Indiana is kind of like the the top tier soccer team. So what has that been like for you? I mean, do you have that weight on your shoulder when you play? Is it a chip on your shoulder? What is it like for you? Yeah, it's something that like every Indiana player brings when they come here. It's just, they like just, play for the badge they wear and just it's an unbelievable experience and it's just a great family they have here um so coach yeagley is uh son of jerry yeagley who was the old coach and he basically like 
made college soccer what it is today. Mm-hmm. And they actually got a they got a movie uh, on the Big Ten Network. I think it's like May fifth. It's a pretty good movie. It's just about his background and just everything he's done and what he made IU what it is today. And it's just like such a family here, and it's just something special that I don't think most colleges get. And it's something I cherish, and it's really awesome to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, again, I, I want to thank you for coming on. I know you got a lot of stuff going on with you. You're preparing for the next season and trying to get through quarantine. But I wish you the best of luck. I know you're going to have a good two more years with you, and uh, maybe you can bring home a national title and hopefully get drafted soon so I can watch you at an MLS St. Louis game. So we'll see here in the future where, where it lies. Yeah, awesome. I uh, want to thank you for having me on. I uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. It's always a pleasure sitting down and talking with you, and I'm sure we'll get together soon. But this is going to conclude things here on A Playmaker's View. I want to thank you guys for tuning in again. My guest today was Daniel Muni, a member of the Indiana soccer team. I encourage all you soccer fans and really all the sports fans out there to check out Daniel. He's got some great athletic talent, and we're all hoping he gets a chance to play professionally one day. So, as always, it's a pleasure, and I'll be back with you guys here soon on A Playmaker's View. Stay safe out there, guys.